So start to think about what are the little things you can do to romanticize your own life? How can you start to cultivate a gratitude practice to truly see all the things that you have to be grateful for in your own life right now? Welcome to Unlock Your Wellbeing, the podcast that teaches you the simple keys to health and happiness so that you can grow as a human being into a well-being. And now here's your host, author, certified wellness coach, mother, and wife, Alicia Leadham. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. It's Alicia, and welcome to another episode of Unlock Your Wellbeing. Can you believe we are already on episode 14 of the first season? Uh, It's been a really fun journey so far, and I'm enjoying making these shows for you, and I hope that you are all enjoying them as well. I can see many downloads and many people listening. I'm starting to have some of you reach out to me and let me know that you're getting a lot of good value from the show. So thank you so much. It helps me to get feedback from you guys of what it is that you're digging, what you're liking, and how it's helping you because that helps me to have a conversation with you guys. So if you are tuning in for the very first time, welcome. And if you are have been a regular listener so far, I would be so grateful if you would be open to leaving us a written review so that if others are wanting to maybe take some precious time out of their day to download and listen to the show, if they read your review, that they will see that this is a really good um, uh, investment in their time. So you can head to uh, Apple Podcasts on iTunes and leave a written review. Give us five stars if you've been enjoying this and just know that that would make me very happy and very grateful. So thank you for considering that, you guys. Now, for today's show, I have quite a list of things that I am so excited to talk to you about because to be honest, what I'm going to share with you is a huge part of my my coaching and how I help a lot of my clients. In fact, one of my very first clients I ever worked with many years ago when I was living in Ohio and I was a um, like a newer yoga teacher and I just started my wellness coaching practice, this was a, a topic of conversation for like all of her sessions. I remember we would meet at the, the Starbucks that was near the yoga studio and we would meet like before or after um a yoga class that either I was teaching or we were going to a class together and it's just bringing back a lot of great memories and I just specifically remember her asking me this question of how do I find contentment like how am I able to feel content in my life and so we're going to be diving into how you can do that or what I like to say, how to fall in love with your life. Uh, no matter where you're at in your life, what stage you're at in your life, I promise you're going to get something really valuable out of today's conversation. And um, you're going to take something really great from this is my intention, because not only do I share this with a lot of my clients, but I live this day in and day out 
constantly. Uh, This is something that's really near and dear to my heart is to really live a life of deep satisfaction, to really live a life that I love. Like I want to be in love with my life. Okay. That is like just so important to me um, because this is our life, right? It's happening right now. And I want to love it. I want to wake up and just be in love with all of the great parts of it and all of the sad parts of it and just like be in it, right? I want to like feel alive and enjoy my damn life. And I want you to do the same thing. And so the things I'm going to share with you are some really important practices that if you want to love your life, which if you clicked on this episode, <laughs> you probably do. Um, they're just so important and they're vital and you, you, you will get so much out of, out of this. So before I dive into the content, just a little background, you know, life update, what's going on in my end. Uh, so many of you know that I am releasing first book, uh, next week, a week, almost a little over a week after this episode will be coming out. And at the moment, I am just in the very final, 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 final stages of the book of uh, getting the uh, copy here, the, the physical copy in the mail and just kind of looking through and making sure everything is good to go with all of my, um, like my team is kind of helping me with it. And it's honestly just surreal. (laughs) I think that's the only way to put it. It's like, I just, I feel all of the feelings about it. Like I feel excited. I feel scared. I feel, um, nervous. I feel anxious. I feel, um, just, so ready to release it into the world and uh it's just gonna I'm just so excited you guys so that's kind of what's going on here in the back end of things and um yeah the next episode the uh the book will be available for you to purchase on Amazon ah I know so if you want to get on the book launch list, you can head to alishaleadum.com and um, get on that so that you will be the first to get the link to grab the book uh, if you would like. Uh, Or you can wait until it's out and I will be letting you know every single podcast. (laughs) So the book is called The Six Gold Keys to Wellbeing. It's a guide to unlocking a happy and healthy life. It is my own framework to well-being that I designed and developed over working with thousands of people over the last almost decade of what I have found to what makes up a, a well-being, okay? What is the foundation for you to build upon having a really high level and sense of personal well-being? Uh, and so, these are practices that I teach day in and day out in my wellness workshops and my coaching and my courses and my retreats and my experiences. And I, I embody it. I live it. I like, I am it. And so this book is truly my life's work all into one. It's like a resource guide. It's, it's inspirational. It's, it has 
uh, affirmations and guided meditations and uh, just so many incredible uh, resources that will help you to change your mind around how it is you live and how it is that you take care of yourself so that you can really truly be a ripple of well-being in the world because one of my core beliefs is that if we want to change the world we have to start by changing ourselves because what is the world made of the world is made of people and if we want more people to be happier and more people to be healthier then we start with one person at a time because one person and add adds up to multiple people and so there's a quote that I have had in my email signature for I think almost a decade now the quote is by the poet Rumi yesterday I was clever so I wanted to change the world today I am wise so I am changing myself Okay, so when you start by changing you, you are then changing others around you and you are then creating a ripple of change into the world. And I deeply, 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 deeply believe that we have to start with ourselves and one person at a time. And that is how we're going to change the world and create a more beautiful world that we all want to live in. It starts with you. So that is my intention and my hope with this book is to give you a framework of where to start and how to incorporate that uh, sense of well-being for yourself so that you can ripple that with those around you. So it's a bigger intention beyond that. So with 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 that, let's dive into today's content and show. Um, I want to start with The idea that we are always getting ready to live. In fact, I'm going to read um, something from a book that uh, explains this really well. There is a Chinese proverb that states, people in the West are always getting ready to live. There is a remarkable truth to this proverb. When we are little, we can't wait to get big. When we are big, we can't wait to get out of the house. Then we can't wait to go through college and get a job. And then we can't wait until our vacations. And finally, we can't wait until our retirement. And as the Chinese proverb states, we never really live. We're just getting ready. And I think this is so important to reflect on for ourselves. And are you someone who is always getting ready to live like are you holding yourself back in getting ready to live are you always making plans to getting ready to live and when you're living out those plans are you making new plans and not allowing yourself to be fully in the current plans that you are living right because the only moment we really have is right now and there's this illusion that we think somehow the next moment is going to be better than this current moment. The next day is going to be better than this day. The next year is going to be better than this one. The next decade will be better than this. And so what we do when we're thinking like this is we're actually robbing ourselves of our our happiness. 
we're robbing ourselves of loving our life because we're saying that this moment, this day, this year, this time is not enough and the next one might be better than this one. And so we're always looking for something that's not here and you're literally robbing yourselves of your own happiness. And so there's, I'm sure many of you listeners have heard of, there's a quote that goes along the lines of, life is what happens when you're making other plans. Uh, I can't remember who said that, but that's a really, that goes along with this, like this saying that I'm speaking about, right? And I remember hearing that for the first time years ago, and it really stuck with me because now whenever I'm making plans, I always think about that of like, actually life is right now. I'm making plans for, you know, something and I'm living in the moment right now. And so I think even just having that like little, tweak and that little sense of awareness is really important to recognize that it's all happening in this moment. And so what is the solution to helping us really get out of this place of feeling discontented with our current reality and our current day and to fall in love with our life and not fall in love with what, uh, tomorrow might bring or you know the next phase might bring because that's not that doesn't exist and the answer lies in something called contentment and being content with your life now give me an opportunity to explain more about this because it's not just like oh be happy with what it is and just be content it's it's so much deeper than that and I'm gonna share with you um how and what that means. So I want to give you a little bit more of a background. Okay. So the concepts that I'm going to share with you about contentment are actually from, um, one of the eight limbs of yoga. So in yoga, yoga philosophy, there's actually eight limbs and one limb is the physical poses. Okay. So whether you have practiced yoga before or you haven't, you know what you might think yoga is only, which is like doing the poses on the mat, right? However, that's just one limb of it. There's seven other parts to yoga. And in fact, the poses, doing the physical poses were only developed and created so that your body would be ready to then sit into meditation when you were finished. That's the only reason they were designed. Uh, So, the first couple limbs of yoga before you even get to the poses, which are called asanas um, in yoga philosophy, is called the yamas, which is the first limb, and the niyamas, okay? Now, the yamas and the niyamas are basically a way of living and a way of thinking. And within these yamas and niyamas, there are um, these... Uh, jewels, let's call them, okay? These jewels to a way of living that will help you to live a beautiful life. And one of the jewels in the niyamas, the second limb of yoga, is called santosha. And santosha means contentment. Now, when you live in a state of feeling content with your life, this is what will bring you joy, Okay, so the outcome to being content is feeling joy. 
Now, what in its in a nutshell is is santosha is contentment. Um, one of my quote favorite quotes about this about contentment is that contentment is falling in love with your life. Point blank, contentment is falling in love with your life. Now, a book that I am referencing a lot of this from that I learned many years ago in my yoga yoga teacher training when I became a, uh, a teacher, it's called The Yamas and Niyamas, Exploring Yoga's Ethical Practice. Uh, I will have the link to this book in the show notes, right? Um, but one part that she said, talks about in this book um, that really kind of helps you to grasp this a little bit more is how when we are truly content okay we're not seeking we're not looking for the next moment to be better okay we're not like looking to see if the grass is greener necessarily we are able to stay calm we're able to stay in our center and we're able to open our hearts in gratitude for what we have. And when you have your heart open in gratitude for what you have and you're really rooted, right, like an unshakable centeredness, then you can open your palm and say, and I'm available and I'm open for the next thing and I'm open for more. The problem is when we skip that part of finding your center of being unshakably centered and stable and content and grateful, if we skip that and you go right into the, I'm ready for more, give me more, you know, take me to the next level, let's do this next thing, next, next year is better, tomorrow's better, this next job is better, this next client is better, that's when you are completely pulling yourself out of your contented life. And so I challenge you to really dive into this concept of just thinking about how can I fall in love with my life even more? And one way that you can do this is by wanting the life that you have, okay? I want you to want the things that you have. What does this mean? This means to want what is in your reality, okay? So if you have a family, whether you have, you know, your partner or you have kids, want that. Like, oh, I'm so glad. Like, I want this. I'm so grateful. This is something that I love so much, right? Want the things that you have. That will help you to really fall in love with your life. Look for the little things that make up the bigger part of what it is you love about your life each and every single day. So what are some practices that you can do to fall in love with your life and be more content with your life while at the same time being open and available for more, being open and available for the next thing, being open and available for limitless possibilities and opportunities that you need when you're in this state of, of um well, not that you need, but that you are available to be truly open-hearted to receiving 
when you are in this state of true contentment for yourself and your life and you, right? So the first thing is to be someone who practices gratitude. Now, this is something that I write about in my book and the actually the gold key of mindfulness uh, is practicing gratitude. And what's really interesting about practicing gratitude is that we think, people think that they're grateful just because they are. Um, but that's not true. We have to actually work at being grateful because gratitude is an ongoing practice. It's something you have to maintain. It's something you have to work at. It's something you have to nurture what it is that you are grateful for. Um, Because if you don't, you don't do that, our minds automatically go into what's wrong, what's not working, what is, you know, not there and not, uh, not working for us in our lives. And the reason for this is, I think I've talked about this in a past episode, but our minds automatically go to the negative and the things to be fearful of because this is a, it's a mechanism, a safety mechanism from us as, as humanity, right? Um, just trying to keep ourselves protected from the wild and to not be eaten by predators. So you'd have to like literally look around and make sure that you are safe. However, in, in today's day and age, we have to work to kind of reverse that and to really develop that side of our minds that is looking for things to be grateful for, that's looking for reasons to feel safe, that's looking for things that we are happy for in our lives. And so it's something you have to work at day in and day out. And one one way to do that is by keeping a gratitude journal uh, or by listening to things you're grateful for every single day. And the more that you do this, the more you literally list out the things you're grateful for, um, the more you'll realize you have to be great things to be grateful for. So the more you list things out that you are grateful for, the more you recognize that there's even more to be grateful for. And then it just opens up this whole abundance of a whole new world of like, oh my God gosh, like look at all of this that I have to be grateful for. This is crazy. And it just keeps coming and coming and coming and coming. And this is unlocking a huge part of feeling content in your life. Okay. It's very, very powerful. And it works when you work it. It works when you work it, my friends. So practicing gratitude is something you have to work at if you want to feel content, if you want to love your life, And if you want to experience joy, you got to be grateful. So that's one practice of how to be content. The other one is something I've been kind of mentioning um, a little bit throughout this show so far, Uh, but it's, it's finding your center. It's maintaining your center. It's finding a centeredness that is unshakable. It's not so much about like riding the waves of life as it is about being so rooted and so stable like a tall tree that winds can't can't tear you down. Okay? It means that like you are so content in this in like mastering life that all of the things going around you in the tree 
is just pure noise because you're just so rooted and so there, yet your presence is known. It's the energy of the trees. Another thing I talk about in the book. <laughs> um, so how can you be in your own center? How can you find a, your, your true center and find that, that centeredness that is unshakable day in and day out? To me, how I do this is my daily uh, spiritual practices. And the more that I am connected to, you know, my higher power, the more that I do my practices that help me stay connected with the power greater than me, whatever that, that is or that means for you, the more that I do this work, the more that I practice the things that I, I share about on this podcast, the more I am in my center, the more I feel unshakable, the, le- the more that I re- remove the noise from around me, the more that I just focus on, on uh, you know, my life and my lane and taking care of that that is uh, right in front of me, you know, my work, my family, uh, my close friends, which I have a very small circle uh, on purpose, and falling in love with my own life and removing anything else that is just pure distraction, the more I'm able to stay in my, my center, the more that is unshakable, the more content I am. And the more content I am, the more grateful I am, the more I am open and available to receive more. The next thing, not because I need it, because I'm able to receive it from a place of I already have enough and I'm, I'm available for more now, right? But if you are living life where you feel like what you're, where you're at is not enough and then you're trying to receive more, then that's coming from this place of lack and then you're just, you're enhancing this discontentment, right? So that kind of brings me to the next, the next uh, practice, which is not needing anything, anything more, which is not seeking, which is um, not thinking that there's something wrong with this moment or something wrong with your current reality that it needs to be fixed, which is even even when you're going through um, an emotion of times where you're disappointed or you're sad or you're depressed or you're impatient and not feeling so attached to those things of needing it to be different, of needing it to be different than what it currently is. This is like the core essence of, of mindfulness is being in the moment, whether it's a hard moment or a great moment and not being so attached to the moment, kind of like neutralizing the moment and you know having that strong center so much that it's not going to, to take you out because you are content with almost being discontent. When you're able to find that place of like, you know what, this is happening right now and it's not a great thing, you know, from the outside or objectively. However, 
I'm still content, even though things around me are discontent, even though this is not complete, even though I'm still waiting to hear back from this person, even though, uh, you know, I am still healing from something, even though I'm still waiting for an answer on this, even though whatever it is, you're still able to find contentment among the discontentment. Because you're not seeking for something to be fixed. Like the moment is, is perfect as it is. There's perfection in the imperfection. It's all good right here and right now. The reason that we miss contentment is when we are trying to do something in the moment to fulfill an expectation of something we think would make the current moment better. So for example, working out, right? If you're working out or moving your body with the expectation of I want to look a certain way or I want to um, lose a certain amount of pounds and that's why I'm doing it instead of for the, like the pure joy of moving just because it feels good or to celebrate your body, then this is a way that you're missing out on the contentment. You're not going to feel content because you're seeking for the thing. You're seeking for the next thing. So it's kind of like this beautiful paradox of not seeking uh, and being okay with the current moment and being grateful for what it is that you have. And so to put this in a little bit more um, practical terms, okay, I challenge you to start thinking about how can you romanticize your own life? Think when, so when you're in those moments of feeling like the moment isn't enough and you're thinking about like something else that would make you feel better in that moment, see if you can recognize what that is and try to incorporate some of those things into your life now and recognize that you always have the opportunity to turn your life into the life that you love by romanticizing every moment right now, okay? So your home, let's just take this as an example. You are living in a place that you know you don't want to stay forever and you're trying to find a new home to move into and you just can't wait until it gets done because you feel that once you get into this new home then you'll feel so much better and then things will work out and then that's when you're going to be in you're just going to feel so much better when you're there right and you think about all the things you're going to do when you get into the new home uh, and how you're going to let yourself feel when you're in the new home but santosha contentment is how can you find gratitude and um uh, romanticize your current home right now? How can you allow yourself to feel and do those things that you want to in your new home, knowing that you're eventually going to get there and you're open to that, but also um, enjoying and loving on your space right now? Is it taking a little bit better care of it? Okay. Is it choosing to look for what you do enjoy about it right now, instead of just completely focusing on all the things that you don't enjoy about it? Um, are you able to change up a routine that you want to do in the new home right now? I hope this is making sense. Another way to think about this is, let's say um, you 
love going on vacation. I mean, who doesn't, right? It's fun. It's exciting. And one of the best things that you love about going on vacation is having a a walk around the block from your Airbnb or on the resort that you're at with your with your coffee while the sun is coming up in the morning. It's like one of your favorite things. Who says that you can't do that in your own home? Why can't you go for a walk with the sun rising and your coffee and treat that moment from your own home as if you were to treat that moment when you're on your vacation? How can you romanticize that then? How can you do those things and be grateful for what it is that you can in your own home? Why can't you do it there too? So start to think about what are the little things you can do to romanticize your own life? How can you start to cultivate a gratitude practice to truly see all the things that you have to be grateful for in your own life right now? Not when after you get the next thing, literally right now, because I promise you the things that you have right now, you used to pray for and you have them. And so give yourself the opportunity, the gift, the true gift of recognizing, seeing and acknowledging and feeling the gratitude for that. Lean into the Santosha, lean into feeling content, lean in to falling in love with your life. Give yourself permission to fall in love with your life right now. Your whole world will change when you do this. Try not to seek so much for the next thing. This doesn't mean don't plan. This doesn't mean don't have goals. It's by all accounts the opposite of that. I want you to still do those things, but you have to feel uh, very centered first you have to get really rooted like a tree first this is why in my chakra course you know I have you work on your root chakra first you have to be grounded you have to be unshakable you have to find your center you have to find the contentment in who you are and where you're at right now so that then you can move on to the next so that then you can be open to receive So my loves, let's all fall in love with our lives just a little bit more and just beam joy from inside, inside. Nothing outside of you is going to give you that joy that you're looking for. You can only access it from the inside, but this is actually very empowering because you have the power to change it. No one can do it for you. It's you, baby. And if you're still listening to this episode, I know you have what it takes to do that. It's literally a decision. Don't seek for happiness. Be happiness. Become it, right? It's not something that you can chase. It's something that you are. It's something that you become. It's something you choose. And you can do it. So thank you so much for tuning into this episode If you're enjoying the show, I would love it if you would leave us a written review and give us five stars. 
that would be so amazing. If you would like us to uh, find a way to work together, you can head to alishaleedham.com and check out my um, professional service offerings at the moment. Uh, I do have a digital course that you can take um, on the chakras for an all, your own like self-study if some, that's something you're interested in as well. And um, of course, get ready for the book coming out. It's going to be available on April 29th, 2022, and I just can't wait. So thank you for being here on this journey with me, and I will see you next time. Namaste.